time to strap our boots on This is a perfect day to die Wipe the blood out of our eyes In this life there's no surrender And there's nothing left for us to do Find the strength to see this through Welcome, this is Beyond the Craft, and I'm Steven. I'm John. And today we're going to be talking about uh, Dolph Lundgren speciality, Universal Soldier. Oh, I, th- I thought you, I thought you were going to go with a necklace full of ears. That was a special... Uh, it, 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 was. it was. It was. <laughs> uh, uh, this is, uh, uh, you know, uh, Roland Emmerich film. Uh, which is, uh, something I think I kind of forgot. Yeah, I didn't remember that Roland Emmerich did this movie at all. Roland Emmerich did this movie, of course, if you don't know who he is, he directed Stargate, Independence Day, uh, Godzilla, Matthew Broderick, and The Patriot. Oh, yeah, yeah, The Patriot was good, yeah. Mel Gibson and Heath Ledger. Very good movie. Uh, so... Yeah, I actually f- kind of forgot. This has always been one of my favorite movies because it has Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren. But Roland Emmerich, <laughs> I was just kind of like, wow, he directed this movie, this first movie. So, off to a good start already. Yeah. Um, it's a film about American soldiers without any American main characters. Because... Um, Dolph is not American, and Jean-Claude Van Damme isn't American. Nope. So the main characters of this American soldier film are, you know, uh, Belgian and Swedish. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's also uh, about as crazy as, you know, um, uh, you know, Van Damme playing Guile. But giving him like the accent that he normally has instead of using like a regular like American style accent. <laughs> I can only imagine what in those days, uh, like thirty year old Van Damme would have thought Americans should sound like. So I'm kind of glad they didn't say, "Hey, do your American accent." He'd probably have been like, "Hey, I'm Guile." <laughs> Something he probably would have made it sound. It's like really, what? Really what fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. I'm Guile. If you want to fight, fight with me. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad they just... Cause, and it's also hard because when people's like, oh, those guys can't do accents, you don't know that because they have such iconic voices. You'd be like... They might even be like, hey, should I do an American accent or something? They'd be like, no, no, no. You're Jean-Claude Van Damme. People want to hear your voice. 
Right, yeah. Fuck, fuck learning anything else. Because a lot of times I'm pretty sure that's what directors and producers and stuff probably tell them. Is, you know, nah, fuck, fuck changing your voice you have a you have a great voice it's the same thing with like arnold you know that austrian accents just that is the thing one of the things that's you know like his trademark so if you take away like van damme's accent you know then it's it's just it's uh it's taking away some of the mystique of him i think right it does it's just um It'd be like telling like Morgan Freeman, like, yeah, we want you to play this character, but don't use your actual voice, because that's garbage. Yeah, we're going to dub you with, over with a different actor, so... You need to come up with a different voice, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> um, the trailer to this film actually has the exact same music as the trailer, or, uh, yeah, the trailer for Terminator 2. Uh... So, Wait, the trailer music is the same? The trailer music for Terminator 2 is the exact same for Universal Soldier. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, they're only like a year apart from each mm-hmm. other. They use the exact same music. Um, which is kind of funny because a lot of people thought that uh, Dolph Lundgren uh, should have been in the Terminator instead of uh, Arnold. Um... Well, wait, in the original one? Or the second one? The original one. A lot of people thought that Dolph... Whenever the stuff happened, a lot of people thought that Dolph should have been the the main title character, not Arnold. I disagree, and I'm the hugest Dolph fan. There is. Arnold was born for Terminator. Uh, yeah. But it well, would have been cool to see... It, it still would be cool to see uh, Dolph be a Terminator in one of the movies. Uh, because yeah. he's still in the best shape of any of those action heroes of that era, and, and that's yeah. not an opinion. That's a that's a fact. He's even better shape than Jean Claude. Jean Claude still has a good physique, but out of all the people, uh, Dolph's really the only ones that didn't overuse drugs or cocaine or do too much steroids. Yeah, uh, all those other guys like Arnold in one period of his life did use steroids, and Jean Claude did too much drugs. And Stallone did too much steroids, and Seagal is just too fucking fat. <laughs> and Bruce Willis is fine. Yeah. Bruce Willis is actually fine for his age. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't remember ever hearing anything bad about like his uh, like addiction problems or anything with Bruce Willis. So Bruce Willis is probably fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you know... Which Arnold's period, just just to kind of defend Arnold a little bit, like his period of steroids, I don't think it helped him, like muscle mass or anything wise. It was like after, like it was into his movie career, like when his bodylifting thing was over, he wasn't like cheating and bodylifting or anything. I'm not saying that. It was just like into his, and I don't think it helped him. I think he actually said he he actually hated that point of his life because he felt like he was the most out of shape when he did steroids. Uh, for that little period of time that he tried it, yeah. Uh, so I, I think and that's that the was, thing. Like, he didn't have to take. I mean, no. I think he just maybe just felt weak compared to like younger guys that were bodybuilding after his days were over. Maybe 
Yeah, but I mean, he 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 regretted it. I remember hearing him in an interview that said he he regretted it because he didn't feel any stronger. He actually felt like shit because he didn't like doing it. Really, he just thought maybe it helped. It did do his mood, and it didn't. So he immediately pretty much quit and just went back to you know uh, being Arnold. Um, so the title of the movie was originally called Crystal Knights. Crystal Knights, you know. <laughs> That yeah, that makes me think that it it like when I hear that title, I'm thinking that that's like a that's like a Sega Genesis game or like a Sega Saturn game. It does, like Crystal Knights or something. Like that sounds like a Sega game to me. Yeah, it does. It sounds like a Final Fantasy spinoff. Yeah, Crystal. Yeah, yeah. It's like this is the Crystal Knights. Yeah, Dolph wanted to be Luke, uh, but the studios didn't want to make Dolph a good guy. Uh, well, and also Luke Devereaux is supposed to be like from Louisiana. Yeah, but I mean, right. not, not originally. I don't think it was just that's the only way that they could justify the accent. Yeah, but Dolph doesn't really use an accent in this movie. No, he's really just kind of a crazy person. He just uses like he just kind of talks like. And an Andrew American. Scott's my favorite character. I mean, Sergeant I gotta be a, Andrew, Andrew Scott. Scott. I think he has the most storyline in all of it, really. I mean, he has the, he's the first one to break out of the brainwashing. And, you know, and he reverts he, back to his Vietnam self. Yeah, yeah, they both have PTSD. They just both handle it differently. Because that's what really this movie's about. Like, super soldiers with PTSD. Yeah. And the budget for this movie was like $23 million, which isn't very high at all. That's cheap as hell for this and, movie. It made like $36 million on limited release because it didn't come out in every theater. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, Dolph wanted to be the good guy because he wanted to start trying to play good guys like earlier in his career. And um, most people wouldn't let him. Yeah. Because he was just too intimidating. Well, yeah, especially like, uh, you know, when you, you look at like Rocky... And you're, Rocky's what put him on the path to to a bunch of villains, right? Because they're like, ah, you are like scary as fuck as Ivan Drago, you know? Yeah, you're you're very intimidating. I mean, if you met Dolph today, he's probably the nicest guy ever. But if you're doing a movie and you're like, I need this really, you know, badass, uh, fucking, you know, beast, physically imposing dude. beast. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, get Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Well, because it's like not only is the dude like six six, but he also he holds like multiple belts and like different martial arts. Yeah. He has like a he's fucking, strong. He's talented. He's a genius. He has like a degree in like chemical engineering. Yeah, it's like a it's like a master's degree. Yeah, he's very intelligent. He's <laughs> is he a doctor? <laughs> is he Doctor Dolph Lundgren? Doctor Andrew Scott. <laughs> doctor Andrew Scott. It's like, uh, so, dude, what's up with the uh, necklace of ears? Oh, I was uh, practicing uh, some surgery. Get to get to keep the ears. It's like, you had to keep the ears. Yeah, for, you know, memento. <laughs> this is for teething. You're right. <laughs> ears? Yep. Yep. Teeth start hurt, you just nibble on these motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> num num, bitch. Num num, motherfucker. Num num. <laughs> Oh man. Mm. It's a good good movie. Yes. 
But um, not everybody liked it. Okay, well, let's, <laughs> let's see what these fuckers got to say. Um, it's, so, I'm actually going to read, like, two different ones here, because uh, they're reasonably short. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> reasonably short. Three out of ten, you Especially know. if you're Italian. <laughs> oh, no, that was kind of racist. Uh, that was uh. I it, didn't write that. Are joke. Italian people the race? Like, is that like a thing? Aren't they just like Caucasians, or like I, version of a Caucasian? I don't know. I don't know. We've been drinking too much. I don't. I don't know how the fuck that works. It's like Italian people. <laughs> Do Italian people's race race? That's what I heard. Yeah, Do so Italian <laughs> people race? Yeah, Enzo Ferrari did a lot of that shit. Um. So yes, the quest the 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 answer to his question that I misheard is yes. <laughs> and also Enzo Ferrari. <laughs> Enzo Ferrari is also the answer. That's weird. Yeah. Hey, ha- let's see how many times the answer to any of these questions is Enzo Ferrari in this episode. Right. Let's yeah. see. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Um now I'm not sure what these uh these words are unless it's like German or something, but they put a uh, and Damon and I'm like, well, I don't know what that is. I didn't have time to, like, look it up and, like, translate that. But anyway, this is made by Mr. Vibrating. Oh, wow. <laughs> From the 15th of August, 2005. Enzo Ferrari. So, oh, yeah, yeah. He's Mr. Vibrating. <laughs> I think that's what they called him in his office. They're like, uh, Enzo, you are Mr. Vibrating today. It's like, uh, what, 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 what does that mean? It means, uh, cock wiggles. It's me, Mario. <laughs> it's me, Mario. Because that's how Italians talk to each other. They talk real loud and they oh, talk with their hands. I hope no Italians are listening. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> it's like, Anchor is not responsible for the comments made by Beyond the Hate podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're not responsible either. We've been drinking. We're not responsible for fuck all we've been doing because we've been drinking. We already had some rum. Uh, that was good shit. Captain Morgan's. Uh, get a little captain in you. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you. That's could, what it says on the bottle. Yeah. Put a little captain in you. Yeah. Unless you happen to be fucked by Willem Dafoe, then you get a lot of captain. In you. <laughs> it's the whole bottle. That's the whole thing. <sighs> just think pringles can but built like an anaconda uh, <laughs> um <laughs> and he don't want none unless you got buns hun right yeah exactly that's a direct quote yeah uh, that's i mean it's sir mix a lot he's knighted he's a knight how are we gonna are we gonna he was knighted by queen right <laughs> not the queen just queen queen freddie mercury freddie mercury yeah um. <laughs> uh, but let's see, and then also, uh, you know, we also and the royalty. There's also Queen Latifah as, as well. So, um, oh yeah, yeah, that's the high queen. Yeah, Latifah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and then Prince. Yeah, and then we have Prince of all Saiyans. <laughs> Vegeta. This Prince, he's a Saiyan. Isn't Prince a Saiyan? I thought he was a Furian. Hmm. That's, uh, Maybe both. We're crossing the universes pretty pretty badly here now. It's also a Vulcan. Yeah. And a Jedi. 
It's like, yeah, uh, Vulcans can be Jedis. But Jedis can't be Vulcans. Nah, it doesn't work both ways. Mm, no, that's that's blasphemy. Unlike your ma'am. Uh, so So anyway, so your mama jokes aside, um, so Mr. Vibrating writes, I really dislike this movie. I watched it late one night in Austria with German dubbing. Uh, I doubt it affected my view of the movie. The witty one-liners, the plot twists, the great acting, uh, none of that was lost, I'm sure. This is a movie all about action and action and action. Did I mention the action? Uh, Roland Emmerich throws logic, acting, and plot out of the window. It takes the worst parts of the Terminator. Plot outline. Revived soldiers from Vietnam are used as a task force to combat terrorists. They can hit people in the head from 500 meters with a silenced pistol, but miss the hero when they shoot him with machine guns at 5 meters range. Explosions occur. Bad guys die. There is a bar brawl. Dolph Lundgren displays bad acting. Jean-Claude Van Damme displays worse acting. Emmerich laughs at people who bought this movie. That's about what I remember, except uh, when the main uh, bad guy was pierced on a farming tool and the hero made a witty remark, which sadly was lost in the translation. <laughs> so the only thing that he enjoyed was like when Dolph gets killed at the end of this movie and then the one-liner pops up for Van Damme, you know, for, for Luke, uh, for the character of Luke, Luke Devereaux. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, they fucking, the translation ruined the joke. It's like, that's the best shit you got out of this movie? Really? Of Don't all the things? Don't watch an American film in German. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was watching it in Austria with German dubbing. That is, that sounds awful. Yeah, so the, the thing about that is like, if you're translating a movie from... One language to another, there's going to be some things that are going to be lost in the translation, right? I mean, you see that with, like, martial arts movies all the time, where sometimes, like, an entire line of dialogue will be totally different as you're trying to go from, like, Mandarin or Cantonese to English, and it's like, they don't always have exactly the same words, so they're trying to make it make sense, and you look at the sentence, and you're like, that's fucking stupid, that's nothing, what is that? That, doesn't that make sentence any sense. doesn't make any fucking sense in English, because it's you know we're accustomed to like you know the to the movies, just talking normal dialogue. It'll, it'll just be like you'll be watching the movies like yeah this is a pretty good movie and then you'll just see like cheese tan butt stuff and it's like what is that? What? <laughs> cheese, cheese tan butt stuff. What is that? <laughs> Is that like code word? What, what is that a code phrase? What? And it's like, no, what we meant is hide. <laughs> it's like, how do you get that from Mandarin or Cantonese to to Jeez, English? Ten, that's that's just, what that doesn't even make sense. It's like, oh, you should you should watch uh, a Chinese dubbed uh, version of The Sopranos. It's all <laughs> kinds of fucked up. It's a wholly different show. <laughs> That's basically how we got Breaking Bad, you know. They just uh, they just they fucked yeah, up the, translations yeah, of the Sopranos. Yeah, they fucking up the translations of the entire script in uh, 
uh, Mandarin, and they're just like, look at this. This is actually... Are these guys on meth? And it's like, we got an idea. <laughs> we have an idea. And that's how Breaking Bad was made. Right, yeah, that's facts. Uh, 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 Chinese transcribers were on meth. And... <laughs> This is this this podcast is gonna be so racist. We've already made fun of Italians and made fun of Chinese people. Oh, oh god, it's bound to happen. Cajuns, you're next. No. If, uh... no, you would have been next if they would have made a Gambit movie with Channing Tatum, right? And you guys would have allowed it. Oh, speaking of which, did you see that uh, they're they're talking about doing a Gambit show for Disney Plus? Not starring Channing Tatum, though, right? Not Channing Tatum. One of the ideas that they have is that it might be Scott Eastwood. Still not great. Steve is very particular about his gambit. But they said, according to the thing that I read, is that they wanted a Harrison Ford... No, they wanted a Harrison Ford type of character. Or a Harrison Ford type of actor. And I'm like, yeah, because you could just find that shit anywhere, right? That's not Scott Eastwood. Scott Eastwood's not a Harrison Ford type actor. Right, but then everybody was like, yeah, but apparently, you know, Scott Eastwood is on their radar, you know, uh, because they're thinking that it might be... They could uh, possibly get Clint to direct a couple episodes, maybe? I don't know. They're like, we can get Clint Eastwood. Could you get your dad to work on this? It's like, did you hire me just to get access to my dad? Like, are you serious? It's like, well, we figured that if this... If they're like Gambit executed, produced by Clint Eastwood, people would be like, oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm watching that shit. I'd watch it too, even if you got the wrong actor. Scott Eastwood's not the right actor. But, yeah, they said that, uh, you know... He'd be a better actor than Tatum. Yeah. Not the right actor still, though. No. No, I think if you do that casting, you've, you've got to really get that casting right, because that character is... Very unique. You can't just throw anybody into the gambit role and it makes sense. You know, you've got to you've got to do your homework. See, they, they, to they, find the right actor. Technically, they would have ruined Wolverine if Hugh Jackman wasn't just such a a goddamn delight. <laughs> if he just wasn't such a great person and just so fucking good at his craft, it would it wouldn't have been a good casting for Hugh Jackman to play Wolverine. Yeah, because on the outset you're thinking like. He doesn't actually fit. He doesn't really fit for Wolverine. And then you and see him on screen. Because he's way too tall. Way too... He's actually way too ripped to 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 be Wolverine. And then you're just kind of like, you know what, though? Fuck it. It's Hugh Jackman. He's fucking amazing. Yeah. As uh, an actor and as a person. But I don't know. I have a little bit of a problem. Like, you at least have to get somebody that's like French-Canadian or... You know, like, fucking... If you got Pedro Pascal to play fucking Gambit, I would be like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do this. Yeah. I know he's playing the Mandalorian, but he could do both. It's two different universes. He could yeah. do both simultaneously. And he, he's not wearing the armor all the time. Yeah. So, while they have the stunt guy doing the stuff in the armor and, and the action scenes, you know, they're filming that, you know, he could be... Off, yeah. you know, shooting this uh, gambit thing. Apparently, or do something cool. Let's let's just say fuck it. Let's make Gambit a female. <laughs> let's let's let fucking Aubrey Plaza play Gambit. Let's let's just some. Let's just get weird with it. Let's let's let's, let's just do because some... there's a lot there's a lot of dudes there's a lot of dude superheroes now. 
I'm actually kind of see. I kind of get a little old for me. You know, it's like, oh, there's another dude saving the world. Cool. And it's like, okay, I get it. Gambit's supposed to do be a dude, but what if? What if? What if it was Aubrey Plaza instead? I'm down. Yeah, I'm down. I'm yeah. just saying. Like, I know a lot of people get pissed. Like, this oh, was the comic books. It's like, yeah, but sometimes the comic books got stale. And you're doing movies. You have to see these people for like hours upon hours. It's just like, yeah, let's. Mix it up a little bit. Well, in the comics, you have all these different series where it's like they retcon stuff, and then you'll have these new continuities and new storylines and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like that stuff happens all the time. So I think for some people, they would much rather have something that's more stable. Yeah. You know, where it's like you don't have, like, every 12 issues, like, the whole universe is destroyed, and all these characters die, and then they just come back, but now they're different, and... You know, because that, that, that gets a little tiresome when you're like, okay, I've been reading these comics for, like, several years, and now, fuck all of it, because nothing that happened in that storyline is canon anymore. Yeah. Because you know? I even think it would be kind of cool. Because they've retconned it. You know, because they're going to bring the X-Men and stuff into it. I think it'd be really cool if, you know, they made, like, uh, Dolph Lundgren and Omega Red... And then brought him into the you know the series as one of the villains and made him a mega red. I think that'd be really fucking cool. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Because he was like Wolverine's nemesis, but you know, they're just kind of doing whatever they want to anyway. So fuck it, you know. There's no rules now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what I'm trying to say is you you at least have to have some type of Cajun accent or something like that. Or if you're new to a Gambit TV show, just bring Taylor Kitsch back. I think he did fine. Yeah, I mean, I liked his version was of Was the movie amazing? No, no, it wasn't amazing, but was Taylor Kitsch pretty good as Gambit? Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah. It's, uh... I think sometimes with these, they, they overthink stuff. And they're like, oh, we're gonna cast somebody completely new. And it's like, oh, you got a guy who's already played that character... And granted, that movie didn't do what they thought it was going to do, you know, box office wise and their reception. But the that reception. wasn't the actor's fault. But that wasn't their fault. They're just playing the characters that they're given. Yeah. But you know, I think that um, is that that's the thing with the Gambit is that, uh, you know, that when they wanted to go with Channing Tatum, it was like, oh, you're just doing that because you think you can get the women to show up, and enough of the guys will show up and and try to give them a pass. Like, okay, well, let's see if he can do this. And well, it's like... The Channing Tatum thing was just a cheap way out. Because then you didn't have to write someone to be charming. You already knew that women would like him. Right. With so Gambit, he's already half the work's done. Yeah. With Gambit, you have to be charming. But you also have to be like a freeloader type, loner type character. So you have to pull off trying to be basically like... Um, you have to you have to pull off like basically just like having no home, no place to go, anything like that, like a, um, a drifter, like a drifter, and also the most charming person on screen. Yeah. So that would take actual acting ability, or you can take the cheap way out and just be like, "Yo, let's just get Channing Tatum." It's like, but what about the other half of his character? Yeah, fuck it. As long as the women like him, right? <laughs> no, not This shit's it. going on Disney Plus, so as long as we get the women to do it, it'd be... A, it's like, this isn't Magic Mike. 
Yeah. This this is not like we're not trying to make eye candy for the women to yeah. enjoy. We're trying to make a serious gambit project. But yeah, it's like uh, so. By that token, Jean Claude Van Damme as a uh, Gambit confirmed. <laughs> well, Jean Claude Van Damme was a rumor for for Gambit. Like uh, that was way back though. Yeah, way back in the day, um, when Wizard Magazine was still kind, you know, kind of a thing. Oh, good old Wizard Magazine. And, yep. uh yeah, I mean, uh, one of the, one of the other people that I uh, always uh, thought of as uh, Gambit is whenever I used to watch uh, this movie that uh, called A Knight's Tell. Yeah, uh, was Heath Ledger was in it, and I always thought James uh, Purefoy uh, would have made a great Gambit in his day. And depending on what version of Gambit they use, he still could. Yeah. And just to show you a picture, that's that was James Purefoy. Yeah, uh, I could see that. I always thought he could have made a, a a pretty good gambit yeah. in the day. He's got uh, the he's got the the, the look, yeah, and if he had the kind of like the um like the you know the five day beard or whatever. Yeah, that's what he had in that picture actually. Yeah, he had the beard. You just have to put the you know trench coat on him and stuff. Okay, let's get into the the second comment. So the second one, (laughs) the title of this is Universal Golfer. And I don't know why they say that unless they're trying to say the movie's boring like golf. But anyway. (laughs) Universal (laughs) Golfer? He's talking shit about golf? Yeah, that's the title. It just says Universal Golfer. One out of ten. And it says um, it's uh, made by Mr. Spaceman. Uh, this is uh, August 20th of 2005. So apparently, August of 2005, a lot of people were watching movies and fucking hating them. So. <laughs> August is the month of the movie hater, I guess. I guess so, and that's weird because my birthday is that month. So, you know, and uh, and I don't hate movies unless they have Michael Bay in them. Fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> it's not much of an actor. Yeah, yeah. Um not much of a director either. Uh, so uh, every now and then, oh, I'll, that CGI gets some love. That CGI, yeah, loves it. My eyes see the CGI. Uh, well, yeah, it says every now and then I watch an action movie just to see how dull they are. While watching Universal Soldier, I'm all right, now, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it says I'm now again convinced uh, for at least the next two years. That uh, this is the that this is the dullest, right? And it says it came to my mind that they only made uh, so much obvious goose in the movie, logical uh, goose continuity and other errors that one doesn't have to pay too much attention to the plot itself. IMDb does only list a few of them, but there were almost uh, every minute another mistake that it really makes you wonder what could the story uh what could put the story together so woefully i don't want to make a list the movie makes me sick thinking about it but just think about this fact the u.s army uh, stations for an unapproved project so it doesn't get any finance financers uh undead ice troops in the middle of the desert but it comes to a personal war of honor and revenge when the uh, before uh, well-controlled killing machines follow their own will. Uh, 
folks don't trust this movie. <laughs> Some of the, the that one sentence just almost broke my brain. Yeah, I don't even know what he said. The U.S. Real. Army stations for an unapproved project. That the stations for an unapproved. You mean like they they commissioned an unapproved project or something? Is that what they meant? I don't know what they. So meant. it doesn't get any financers. Undead ice troops in the middle of the desert, but it comes to a personal war of honor and revenge when the before well controlled killing machines follow their own will. <laughs> that sentence just sounds so bad. It's like, is English your natural language? Because it doesn't feel like it, you know? I'm Sergeant Andrew Scott. But it's, it's like, the, because the whole thing was, is that if they could take these guys that were killed in Nam, right, and then, you know, like reanimate them, bring them back, and that kind of stuff, or guys that had, you know, bad injuries and things like that, and they'd put them in this universal soldier program. So if they have terrorists, or they have, you know, militants, or whatever, you know, thing pops up that they have to deal with, they've got these, you know... Uh, these like like you were saying brainwashed soldiers that are specifically you know trained to just do whatever the mission is right and that's it they don't have any free will they're almost like drones you know they don't think for themselves they, they just only... charge them up and set them free right yeah and they have like this cool ass like van that they that they put them in and when they got some shit they got to go do they can just like you know just Hey, go out and do this mission. And Drop then... them out. It's a good idea, but it has flaws because of the human memory. Right. Because these guys, like you were saying, they both have PTSD from Nam. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, I mean, like I made the joke about the necklace of ears, but that's what this guy did. He was a fucking psychopath. He would take these these Vietnamese people and fucking cut their ears off and keep them and made a necklace out of this shit. Yeah. And it's like that's not. It's like if you, if the brainwashing doesn't stay with somebody like that, you have an absolute psychopath on your hands. Because that you of, just gave base superpowers. That you basically gave superpowers because he's been in this Universal Soldier program, and if he starts remembering who he is and what he's about, uh, you've created a big fucking problem for yourself. Yeah, Sergeant Andrew Scott. <laughs> and the only reason that he's. Under con- he's putting in any kind of control is because Luke remembers his time in the military and is trying to to fucking stop him because he knows that he he's a psychopath. Yeah. You know he served with him, so you know it's like I. Th- but that's the th- I think the thing with like this whole idea that like they watch action movies just to see how dull they are. Why the fuck would you do that? That sounds torturous. That is psychotic. Right. It's like, imagine, like... uh, It's like, I want to cut myself to see how much I bleed. Right, yeah. It's like, oh, you're going to bleed a lot if you you cut the right spot. Yeah, if you cut deep enough, get the right spot. Yeah, you'll you'll bleed out. It it doesn't mean that it's a good idea. No. (laughs) My time is worth more than stuff I don't enjoy. So, if I don't enjoy it, I don't be like, you know, I'm going to watch this action movie, see how much it sucks. <laughs> I think that's what happens is, like, a lot of people are like, yeah, I'm going to watch this movie because I want to see how shitty it is. And there's people that, like, watch 
movies that they don't like or that they think are shitty on purpose. I do it the opposite way. I hear nothing. I heard nothing but shit about some movies, and I was like, I'm gonna watch it anyway. It can't be that bad, right? Because, because like, uh, like Justice League or whatever. Like all I heard was like how it was like the most unwatchable movie ever. Is it a great movie? Not necessarily. Is it as bad as everyone was saying it was? No. No. It, it it's it's decent. I mean, it's not like Avengers level movie, but what was until the Avengers happened? Like that's set a new benchmark. I think I think the standard was just set so high. Like if Justice League would have existed before the Avengers, it would have been way better. But you know. The fact that it existed after, you know, you're just kind of like, eh, this movie's okay. I think how most people felt about it, but they're acting like it was like the worst fucking thing to put their eyes on. <laughs> but, like, I've, I've probably watched it like five times. Yeah. Seems fine to me. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's whatever. It's a superhero movie. They're like, yeah, but they should have done this because of the comics, because this is like, shut the fuck up, nerds. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta let people do what, what, whatever they need to do. Sometimes it's not that bad. Right. And, and Action movies are ridiculous a lot of times. The Expendable movies are just like a cartoon action movie. Right. But that's so fun. But that's the fun of it. That's is so that, fun. You it just reminds you of being like. It reminds you of like watching like action shit from back in like the eighties and nineties. It's kind of that era. Yeah, if you don't like action movies, then don't watch action movies because yeah, they're stupid. And like, well, what's the plot? There isn't any. Usually, there, it's it, like revenge. Yeah. Or it's like uh, you killed my wife. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, you. That's you a killed great my, movie. Right. <laughs> Like, the, the story in Commando is, like, one of the guys that you used to serve with kidnaps his daughter. So then he tracks down the island that the dude's on, fucking kills everybody, and gets his daughter back. That's the plot of Commando. Yeah, and Commando is shit on by some people, but literally they made an entire trilogy based off the same premise, and it's called Taken. Right, yeah. Starring Liam Neeson. This is the exact premise. It's just three movies yeah. instead of one. Daughter was kidnapped. The guy is like a ex special forces badass. Basically, fucking kills everybody. It's the gets his same daughter back. Movie. It's yeah. the same movie. Taken is the same movie the Commando. The only difference is Arnold only needed one movie to set some shit straight, <laughs> and Liam Neeson needed three. Yeah, fucking John it's Matrix, just, baby. Yeah, John Matrix knows how to end shit. Yeah. Oh, shit gets done. There's no one left alive to, to, no. to take his daughter or his wife or him anymore. Yeah. He killed everybody. Oh, yeah, no, he fucking killed everybody on that island. Liam Neeson from Taken? You need to learn some shit. <laughs> Don't leave anybody alive. Let off Kill some steam, Bennett. all. Yeah. Kill them all. Yeah, basically. I just don't... The idea of watching action movies to see how dull they are... It's like, man, you must have like That's a the fucking... dumbest statement I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah, because even you had to stop me and you're like, that shit makes no sense. It's like, I'm going to watch these action movies. I'm going to watch a movie with fucking Dolph Lundgren and Jean-Claude Van Damme in it. Two of the greatest action stars of all time. Yeah, and I'm going to see how dull and stupid this movie is. Yeah, let me watch two of the greatest action stars of all time and see how dull and stupid this movie is. <laughs> 
your comment is dull and stupid, and uh, I think that uh, this movie, especially if you like 90s action movies, uh, you gotta watch this shit if you haven't already. Yeah, it's not dull, and it's not stupid. I no, mean, it's a fucking great uh, movie. Look, if you want to like actually like think about things and break things apart, all science fiction action movies are stupid. That's the fun in them, though. Yeah. Because they're bringing you something new. They're bringing you something original. Always. Like, I literally... I fucking love... The Sci-Fi Channel whenever, whenever I was growing up. Farscape on there. Uh, uh, when I watched the miniseries of the Children of Dune, it was on the Sci-Fi Channel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I fucking... Fucking, like, Babylon 5. Babylon 5. I watched this movie that they made for sci-fi called Ice Spiders. Uh, it was great. I mean, it's just all your imagination can handle. It's entertainment. And that's exactly what this is. This is entertainment. And if you're just like, yeah, action movies are dumb, I'll watch it because they're dumb. Okay, fine. That's you. But don't go in here and start just being like... Like you're better than this. Right. Sci-fi movies are... Science fiction is the greatest form of film, in my opinion. Because it's the easiest and the hardest to pull off. Comedy doesn't age well. You know that, because a lot of a lot of comedy is era-based. Right. A lot of the jokes are era-based. That's why I like some Shakespeare comedy that's in his things doesn't get over Dante's Inferno. There's a lot of comedy in that that people think it's serious. Um, those things don't go over well because comedy ages horribly from generation to generation. Um, yeah, because like the Naked Gun movies, people would look at that now and just be like, "Ah, shit is just awful." But it's yeah. like when you watched it, like when we were kids, and you saw like Leslie Nielsen doing crazy shit in the Naked Gun movies. You're like, this is fucking great. But science fiction, sci-fi movies, 2001: A Space Odyssey, still relevant. Star Wars, more relevant than ever. Uh, um, Total Recall, still relevant. Um. E.T. People still love that movie. Uh, Everything's science fiction. Alien. Yeah, Alien. Original Aliens. Alien. Terminator. Anything science fiction, everyone always loves throughout the history of cinema. Yeah. And 2001 it, A Space Odyssey was, what, 1969 or 70 when they yeah, made that movie? It, it is... Literally the, the, the hardest thing to pull off. And also, if you do pull it off, has the longest shelf life. Yeah. And that's just a fact. That's why science fiction is so interesting to everyone. You know, because uh, you got... Uh, uh, you know, like, like I said, like Star Wars, you got... Uh, what was what was the um, what was the Harris Ford one? Um, Harrison Ford one. Um, 
What, what are you What are you talking about? The sci-fi movie Harrison Ford. Um, yeah, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Still relevant. They even made a second one with Ron Gosling in it. Yeah. I mean, the sci-fi never dies because people are always going to wonder what could be. Right. It's the hardest to pull off, but it's like I said, it's it has the longest long, you know, it has the longest shelf life because everyone's always going to wonder what's up there. What's going to happen? So, Universal Soldier is the same way. This is something that people are curious about. It's a it's a movie that can you make always, super soldiers? Can you make it? I mean, this is it's a superhero story, really. Yeah. And um, but one of them happens to be a psychopath, and the other one happens to be just a good normal guy. Yeah, it's almost like if. Captain America and Bucky would have been made at the same time. And they wouldn't have known each other. They wouldn't have been, you know, friends beforehand. Right. Um, so, I mean, that, that's just that's very that's, interesting. I think that's pretty much, I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So this uh, has been uh, Universal Soldier. Yeah, let me make sure I have the outro music queued up. Because, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this. I, I think everybody knows that Dolph Lundgren kicked ass in this movie, and Jean Claude Van Damme kicks ass in every movie, also. Yeah, he also uh, he also shows his ass in this movie. It he's wouldn't like, be a Jean Claude Van Damme movie without it. Right? Yeah, it wouldn't. If you don't see ass cheeks, you're like, that's not Van Damme. That's somebody. That's an imposter. That's Rob Van Damme. That's Rob Van Damme. Because Rob Van Dam doesn't do glutes. <laughs> and that's the difference. That's right. the difference between John Claude and Rob Van Dam. Doesn't work out the ass. That ass. Yeah, that ass is the is the key. John Claude. That ass. That ass. <laughs> Beats Nicki Minaj. <laughs> ass, 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 ass. ass. This is, <laughs> is that been... the outro song? Is the, the ass, no, ass, but it should have been. I... I... Uh, if we thought about that ahead of time, that would have been brilliant. It should have been. I have a good one. For We've been drinking too much. We fucked it up. Uh, uh, we should have done that. But you guys can play it in your head. This yeah. has been Beyond the Crap. Peace. I'm a soldier.
never fall, but fold up I'm a soldier, even if my car 